I would not be able to come across authentic. You would be like, she's lying. You're like so rational. So if you came on, you're like, guys, like something crazy. Everyone would be like, oh my God, Lauren's ill. Like, oh, she took fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, they would think I was on drugs. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. How is it going? It was so good to finally see you for the first time on the weekend. It's been way too long. When I gave you your Christmas present? Yeah. (laughs) But to be fair, I did see you at Christmas, and I forgot to bring it then. But yes, no, it was so, so good. Well, I love my Christmas present, and even though it's March, I was very happy to get it. (laughs) Better late than never. You got me the same one. (laughs) <laughs> I knew you liked it because you got me the same yeah. gift. <laughs> Which I gave to you on time, my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were better prepared than me. But no, it was it was a much needed um, get together. And, you know, for oh my God. the anti get together people, go ahead. You can hate on us. But um, we were all safe and everybody's good. And for our mental health, we all needed it. So I'm sure there's lots of people out there that can relate to that too. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much my mental health did need it until the weekend had passed. And I was like, I felt like a different person. I didn't realize how how COVID is taking such a huge toll on my mental health. Um, so it was, I don't care what happened. I don't care what happens. It was well worth Definitely. it. Definitely. And I mean, I know we could... 100% go down that rabbit hole of talking about like all the other side effects of COVID, which everybody knows about. But I, you know, we've have our own opinions on kind of like the status of everything right now and what the government is or isn't doing. And, um, but mental health is like, yeah, all of ours are being severely affected right now because it's been so long and it still seems like there's no end in sight. So, It was just nice to feel normal for a little bit with our closest friends and just have a girls weekend and it was amazing. Yeah, for a little bit because obviously we went right back to Monday morning drums with fucking life. (laughs) Which we won't get into (laughs) on this episode. (laughs) No, I'm still riding the high of the weekend and I'm just trying to like, I I pick up my phone, see drama. I'm like, no. And then I'm like, okay, I go to work, see drama. Like, no, I'm just trying to ride this high of feeling good. Get out of here, drama. Don't throw me back in. But we, uh, so yeah, we have a a really interesting episode today um, with a very interesting guest. Well, before we get into it, I'm just going to shout out our sponsors. So thank you, our sponsor, VitalityMD. Don't forget to use promo code HERSPECTIVE100 at VitalityMD.com to book the OSHA or the Viviv treatment. So again, that's promo code HERSPECTIVE100. And thank you to our sponsor, House of Hyla, for supporting HERSPECTIVE. House of Hyla is a Canadian shoe brand bringing you the most beautiful, comfortable, affordable vegan leather monochromatic pumps. So check out their full product line at houseofhyla.com. And do not forget to use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout for 20% off your first order of any Generation 2 purchase. Amazing. And yes, we have a fun and interesting conversation for you guys today. We are chatting with Julia Grandoni. Some of you may know who she is because she is a pretty well-known TikTok star. Is that the right word? Yeah, I don't even know what we call it. A content creator. Well, TikToker. A TikToker. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I'm sure she has I'm sure she has a real title. <laughs> well, <laughs> she does have TikToker. a real title with her <laughs> other job and she will yeah. let you know all about that, but it was just a, a really It's really interesting when you talk to somebody who's actually really in depth with social media and these particular apps and how they function and what gets attention and what gets engagement and just what goes into it all. And Julia is... Julia is from Montreal, and she is definitely, definitely well-known there. She tells us about how, like, everybody knows who she is. But her story of how she like shot up how she shot up in success on tiktok and what that led to is out of a movie i think we said that a few times right like this just doesn't happen to people and we're not sharing this as in like if you just do this you'll become a tiktoker but her story about just like 
determination and dedication and kind of just like sticking to it and the hustle and the drive can lead to like really great things. And she is definitely proof of that. Yeah. And so obviously going into it, you know, Lauren and I were not the most up to snuff on. Is that the saying? Did I fuck up another saying? Yeah. <laughs> we're not, you know, the most on top of things when it comes to TikTok. We're just still navigating like Instagram. And at least we've evolved pretty much past Facebook. But there's no not on top of things. We flat out do not know how to use TikTok. We do not have the app. Hey, I'm trying to give us I some don't, credit. I don't know how we to use it. We both do not have the app. <laughs> So no, we don't know a thing. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So I guess we're showing our age a little bit there. But I mean, there's lots of TikTokers that are well, much older than yeah. us. But still, it's just, it's a lot. And it's it's just not something that we've gotten but into. But I think we did take away a lot from her. And it's so interesting to hear how how it all works like again I know I think most people understand that there is the algorithms there's more to it than simply posting and viewing right like there's strategy there's technique and you know what to do what not to do and then again as you mentioned it was like a movie her her starting so and it was just such a great conversation such light and fun and I feel like we learned a lot about what's going on in the world (laughs) world of tiktok yeah and she's someone who her confidence and her personality is pretty like addictive and like intoxicating because i think she has a good personality to mimic right like like younger people because she's only 23 so younger people that follow her (laughs) so aka mimic young people no, I just mean like the younger generations that are coming up on TikTok. <laughs> Try to TikTok be cool and, like them is what we're doing. Well, I just think like her confidence shines through. Yeah. Um, she's not somebody who really believes in like you have to look like a superstar, like Instagram model or TikTok model at all times. Well, you don't have to be like sexually dressed or, you know, get attention based on your sexuality. You can be more authentic to get that. Not yeah, that that's like that's the a big, big topic that we cover is authenticity. So we'll let you listen to the show when we get for getting into that. But just she's I like I appreciated how she was real and how she kind of said like I tried all that I did the like sexy thing and yeah yeah then I was just me and I just came out with myself so yeah she's just a really interesting person she's very humble and one of the biggest things about her too is that she maintains her roots and like really tries to help out her community and other upcoming brands and businesses so we just really appreciated all her authenticity and her realness and what she's trying to do for her community and other communities that she's involved in um so we do think that she is definitely somebody who is a good influencer and somebody that you can kind of look to for inspiration um but without giving her whole story away we will just get right into the show and we are very excited to welcome miss julia grandoni to perspective welcome julia thanks for being here thank you so much for having me i love your brand i love everything about it thank you so much again for having me on this podcast Yes, thank you. We're so excited to have you here and we're so excited to talk about our our topic for today, uh, which I know for a fact Lauren and I know not one thing about. So you're definitely going to be <laughs> teaching us a lot, I think. Definitely. You are our first real live TikToker and our first guest from Montreal. Oh, Yay. really? From Montreal? I'm, yep. That is so exciting. I love representing my city you know at least I'll give you a good impression some some are not the greatest uh, over here in Montreal Uh, that is so true like for us English speaking people when last time I went to Montreal I was like kicked out of a restaurant kicked out of a cab just because I'm English well and I was wearing Leafs jerseys but still we were going to a game because I was wearing a Leafs jersey yeah over here you know I've seen t-shirts where people write I hate the Leafs like it's bad (laughs) It's really bad. Well, we we bleed blue in Ontario for the most part. So definitely yeah. in this house, definitely in Jess's house. Are you a are you a hockey fan at all, or and or a Canadians fan? I don't even think I'm close to a sports fan. And no. 
that's sports fair. for me is care. really not a big deal, you know. It's it's not making that, me money why, at the end of the day, right? So <laughs> that's why you're talking to us, <laughs> yeah. People, yeah. No, I'm not that's a big so funny. sports person. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well, the last time I was anywhere near Montreal was actually just this past September. I went to Quebec City with my husband. Oh, for that's our really nice anniversary, and it was so nice. I hadn't been there since. Oh my god, I think. I was Grade 8 trip? Well, oh. that was the t- previous time. Yeah. So I've only been there, like, in Quebec three times were they, in my life. Were they nice to you over there? Because, like... So yeah. nice. It was a beautiful experience. Because some people are All not the greatest eat. when it comes to English people who don't know French that well. So... So I know enough okay. French, I think, to get That's by. That's good. Like, I'm not conversational. My husband, none. Okay. Um, he just... reverts to like Spanish kind of like he just says like one word like he'll be like cerveza like we're we are in French like a French speaking place not Mexican or Spanish believe it or not it's different (laughs) yeah shocking actually like on the way there we were just talking about drinking and like what we were what we wanted to eat and he's like I'm going to have some rouge ween meaning rouge wine or Red wine. <laughs> so that's like that just gives you an impression of like his level of French. I wish I was there when I saw him order rouge wine. <laughs> he did not like, order. That it was just hilarious. him and I in the car. It was hilarious. I was like, you know, you cannot say that to anybody. Don't say like, wean ever. <laughs> that's so funny, actually. And the last time I was in um, Quebec City which I loved. I, I dislocated my shoulder. I was skiing. What's that big ski hill there? Uh, I only know Mount Tremblant. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't even know. You dislocated. But yeah, I fell down the hill. I know I'm saying all these horrible experiences from Quebec, but I actually, like, love But Quebec, all but... your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> has oh, nothing yeah. to do with Quebec Nobody or the Nobody else, <laughs> except for their damn <laughs> steep fucking ski hills. But I literally had to be stretchered off the hill. It was, like, pretty humiliating because they, like, literally like strapped me to a board and put me on the back of a snowmobile and stretchered me down and everyone was no. like looking at me i was like oh my god plus it was so painful i thought i was dying <laughs> anyways yeah no Quebec's way. lovely. <laughs> nothing made me regret not continuing with my french education through mm-hmm. high school more than being yeah. in quebec and not being able to really speak the language when it's like i could have yeah no but we were all forced you know since kindergarten so were we, we had to have those french classes we were okay. we have the choice in grade four but we should have no. been forced if we have Us, a, it was like, it was bilingual. kindergarten yeah well that's i mean you live there. And like there wasn't an English class in kindergarten. It was a French. It was all mm-hmm. French. So I walked in there like, what are these teachers saying? You know, but now you're bilingual. I, yeah. Now I'm I'm very, very, very bilingual. Oh, yeah. so you started English in English. Like I, in life. My first language is English, but oh. kindergarten, all French. High school, all French. Amazing. Right, right. I'm awesome. I'm very envious of people Me that too. are bilingual because I yeah. now as an adult I see the value in it. As a kid, you're like, oh, it's hard. I don't want to learn. Like as a teenager, yeah. it's like, whoever will use this, obviously. But to anybody. be fair, we also said that about math and still going strong on that. Yeah. Who uses that? On the Anyways. not using it. Yeah, <laughs> but where I'm from, where I'm from, you need it. And people will give you shit if yes. you're from here and you don't know a word of it, you know? Well, I get that. Yeah. They're like acclimatized, will you? Jesus. Although yeah. French, I think, is like I actually got a tutor and was learning it for like a few years, um, you know, like a few years ago. And I now know even less. Like, <laughs> it's it's very hard. It's very difficult. <laughs> it's just yeah. left your no. brain. After yeah. college, when I dropped out, I had nothing left. I had nothing, I had no French in me, but then I worked at a French restaurant and mm-hmm. I learned it all again. Yeah, I guess well, at that point it's like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah it would come back to you. But actually, yeah, yeah. the fact that you just said that, Julia, yeah. that's a great segue into part of what we're chatting about today. So yeah. you just said that you dropped out of college, which then led you to do, you know, different jobs and one of them was being a server. So... Can you actually just tell our listeners, like, 
give us the background because of who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name's Julia Grandoni. <laughs> I uh, hi. <laughs> so I was um, I dropped out of college really early. I'm talking maybe the first semester. I said, "There's no way I can do this. No way." I slept more in class than I did listening to a teacher. So for me, school was not an option. I was like, let's get rid of this, you know? I said, let's be a waitress, make a lot of money, and then save it or something, you know? But then later on, you're starting to think, wow, am I going to be a waitress for the rest of my life? And that was what was in the back of my head. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a waitress for the rest of my life. Like, just accept it. Just accept it, you know? And I didn't, I didn't want that life. I never wanted that life. So... When I was becoming a waitress and then the pandemic hit, I stopped being a waitress because we were in full lockdown and our restaurants were closed. So while our restaurants were closed, I opened up a TikTok account, just a regular TikTok account. And I did a few like dancing videos because I I liked to dance when I was younger. So I did a few dances here and there. It It was very nice. And, um... After that, I started growing a following of maybe 200 people. I was like, okay, TikTok followers, 200 people, big deal, whatever. And then one day, I took out the camera and I decided to talk and talk about a situation of how English people should be dating French people and French people should be dating English the reason to that is because <laughs> the reason to that is because like the French people are like secluded and then the English people are secluded. So if you want to date someone on that side, they won't know anything about you. They don't know who you slept with in the past. You you have a fresh start, you know? That video went viral and I guess when I saw that I'm like, "Wow, people love when I talk on camera. Like this is a thing." Like so I should do more of it, you know? So I kept doing more of it. And finally, once that happened, you know, um, they started liking me more. They started saying, I love when you talk. Don't stop. Don't stop. So I kept, I kept talking on camera. And then the restaurants reopened. I had 5,000 followers on TikTok, which for me was a big thing. You know, five thousand. I think that's a pretty big it's number. It's amazing, and yeah, I started going back to the restaurant, and you know, it was fine. I I would go back and I would complain about things of being a waitress, and everyone would love that. Like everyone would like relate to that, so it was really nice. You know, yeah, those stories are always hilarious yeah. for sure. Jess and I have both been yeah, servers like I I literally had said lots of time in that industry. I literally said on one TikTok, I'm like, call Trudeau. Tell this man that I can't wear a mask at this job because I'm sweating, you know, outside. You know, like, it was really funny. But then one day, um, I served this lady. And I don't like her, but if it wasn't for her, it would not be, I would not be in this situation. I would not be on this podcast if it wasn't for that lady. Um, I was working, it was 33 degrees outside. I had a full-blown mask. I had the visor. And I'm sweating. I'm, I'm sweating. And I'm running, serving tables left and right, left and right, left and right. I walk up to the table. I tell the lady, hi, my name is Julia. What can I get for you? Well, I said that, she cut me off. And she said, can you back up? Can you back up two meters? With the COVID rules, whatever. And right. To me, like, you could have just said it politely. I'm Italian and Arab. You can't, you can't yell at me like that. I'm not a slave. I'm not your slave. I'm your waitress, okay? So when she yelled at me, I took two steps back. I went, I went back into my, into my uh, in, indoors and in, indoors into the restaurant. I told somebody to take that table. I'm not dealing with it. And then I was just sitting there telling myself, I'm not going to take that shit. I'm not, I'm not going to be yelled, le- yelled at like that. I'm not going to let that happen. So I was thinking of all the situations here. I'm like, do I spit in her food? Like, is that the first option? Do I, oh my God, do no. I go back outside and tell her off and be like, you shouldn't talk to people like that? 
I'm thinking, and then I'm like, oh my God, I have like 5,000 followers on TikTok. Might as well use this platform to my advantage. So I pulled out my camera and I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to let a girl talk to me like this. This is disrespectful. No one should ever talk to a waitress like this. And I'm like, let me show you who this bitch is. Like, I, I was really pissed. I was really mad. Okay. And I took my camera out and I filmed her. I filmed her sitting without her knowing on my terrace. And the video went viral. It went viral within, oh within, within two minutes. So that was something amazing, you know, for, for, me, to, for me to see. So once that happened, she, she called the restaurant on Monday because her daughter was a fan. Her daughter was a massive fan of my TikToks. Of yours. Yeah. She called the office and uh, she, she said, I demand that this girl gets fired. And, uh, and it was the husband who called it's the husband who called. He said, I'm, I'm sorry for my wife that, that yelled. Cause it's true. She did yell, but I demand that she gets fired cause she put my, so I lost my job and that's okay. Cause I don't regret any single part of it. The next day I made an apology video saying that I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for all this and but I don't regret what I did. I don't deserve to be talked to like that. Did you say that on the apology yeah, yeah, yeah. video? It was a very short video. I said, I love you guys and support you guys. And thank you for supporting me. I've lost my job, but I'm going to find another one. Like very simple. And that day I got tons of messages from fans saying, oh my God, I, you can work for me. You can work for me. Nah, nah, nah. Like everyone was so nice in the community helping me out. And then TikTok sent me a message I never thought that would happen but TikTok sent me a message saying That's pretty major. hey Julia well there's a TikTok base in Ontario so it's possible to to see my uh to see my to see my videos in their algorithm so they said we heard you lost your job but I think you are a, fant- a fantastic creator and we have a spot opening in Montreal that is working with us. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Called Maxi Media, That's, and I—I I feel like that doesn't happen. That every does day. not happen. That's like in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that really is. I could not believe it. They're like, you like, is this a joke? Yeah. yeah. Did yeah? Did you think it was real? No, or like, I I saw it. I was like, like who's pranking me? <laughs> literally. This bitch is coming back and pranking me. Yeah. So when I when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is insane. I called the office and I said, hi, I'm Julia Grandoni. I have 20,000 followers. I don't know if you're looking for anyone to hire, but TikTok referred me to you guys to check you guys out. And who was the company that they were referring Maxi to? Maxi Media, the company that I work for now. Right. The okay. boss picks up the phone and he goes, oh, my God, you're a rock star for calling our office. I'd love to set up a meeting with you uh, tomorrow this time, you know? Yeah, I was like, how the fuck am I going to get this job? Because, like, I don't have a diploma. I don't have anything, you know? So I went to the interview. I told them who I was. I said, I study TikTok. I look at algorithms. You know, I'm very dedicated to what I do. I'm a great creator. I come up with insane ideas. I don't know what you're looking for, but I'm here, you know, to give you all the info that I need. I also had a second account without my face on it, but just to see algorithms and practice it. So showing them all the statistics that I had, I'm like, I may have not went to school, but I'm very, very knowledgeable in things that you can't learn in school. And then they asked me, they're like, how did you get fired from your last job? Because every, every job asks that question, you know. I told him the story and he goes, okay, you're hired. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I love when people get fired. For- <laughs> <laughs> no, but my boss is the chillest, most super outgoing dude I've ever met. And he motivates me to be even more motivated, you know. So he's that's, he's very like best. passionate and I and I love that. I love that he's in he's a go-getter, you know? And he sees that and he's like, "What? You're hired." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know? 
So now what are you doing? So now you've got well, hired. Later You're working on, for Maxi Media. For the, for the company, you know, learning what everyone does, how they media buy. I learned very quick, very quick. And as soon as I saw all that, I was like, okay, like this is easy. Like I can learn this real fast. You know, it's, it's not hard. And then finally, I, I, uh, I just got uh, promoted like two, three months ago. To becoming the director of the whole the whole thing the whole tiktok thing wow people should be getting fired more often this is an inspirational story <laughs> that woman i hate her but i love her at the same time because if it wasn't for i mean her, i feel like at this point do you really hate her i would have let go of no i don't like, i don't hate if thank i you. ever see her <laughs> if i ever see her somewhere I'm going to go up to her and tell her thank you. I, I'm not even joking. As long as you're two meters as back. As long as though, I'm two meters from her, I'm going to tell her thank you. But now, you know. Yeah, stay two meters back. Never seeing like a, a girl can can make a great amount of money, you know, without a degree blows my mind. And I'm like one of those people who, who who's done that. And not just that. Everyone in Montreal knows who I am now. In the media world, they know what I do and they know who I am because I'm on Clubhouse every day telling people who I am. I'm here outside. People want to set up meetings with me. People want to hire me, you know. So like every media company in Montreal, they know who I am. So like for me, getting a job is easy now because they know like I'm, I'm very good at what I do. I've made so much money for my company and I, I didn't spend it, but I, I made money for them. You know, it's like gambling at the end of the day. It's gambling ads. So, well, why don't you tell us exactly what it is you do? Because, you know, a TikToker, like a job as a TikToker seems like a fake job. Yeah. Like seems like too good to well, be true kind of. So I feel like you do two things because you still have your TikTok account where you develop your content, your personal content. Yeah. But then you also work for this maxi media company that you from what it sounds like, you do media buying. Yeah. So, so, but what is that? So basically, um, I have my personal, like she just said, personal. And then my company, we make ads. We make TikTok ads, just ads. So we work with search arbitrage ads. Search arbitrage is Google ads. So Google comes to us and says, talk about these things and then connect it through Google to that website that we give you. And then we make it for them. So I've done ads on the weirdest things. I'm talking about like dental implants, What's... like nursing, <gasps> nursing degrees, getting your nursing degree online, web design, graphic design, interior design. You're just touching every and industry. It's, yeah, every industry. And all you have to do is get on camera and saying, this is how I would make an ad for dental implants. Are you missing a tooth? Well, why don't you get it fixed? All you have to do is swipe left and you could get a dental implant. Is it your face? Is it your just your My voice? My face, but I don't do that anymore. I did that for okay. three months and then I became director, you know? So so you, you have other people that do I have the 50 ads. people working for me who do ads, yeah. So are they in like their house like filming Yeah, themselves? yeah, yeah. They're all in their house. It. They can't be ad looking. They have to be friendly and organic. If it's an ad, no one cares about that. No one cares about ads. They care about friendly So it has stuff. to look like when you're scrolling through your TikTok exactly. feed, it's just another video. It's just video, another TikTok. And, you and then you see later on, on that there's that little button at the bottom that says swipe left, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't. So this is like really interesting because like I had no idea that that is how it's made. And like I said, Jess and I are not like TikTokers. Um, so it's it is kind of different than an Instagram reel yeah. from the sound exactly because that's what I'm more familiar. But with. But now, like we started a second business called Trend Z, and now we're working with brands with companies who want to have ads on TikTok, clothing right. companies, food companies sports com- every kind of company uh, some so then you design their we ad make their ads and we launch their ads and we scale their ads and we optimize and we media buy the whole thing so it's so funny because that's what i do at work except we do it i guess so old school with in the newspaper or i mean we obviously have a huge digital marketing element yeah. but 
we are still working with like the I work wow. with the newspaper. It's the same thing, but so different. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I get what you mean. Definitely. But like, you know, we're signing deals off with a bunch of things like candy, like sugar crush, that game. And uh-huh, like yeah. KFC and like. So major, major, major brands, brands we're trying to work with, you know, and being on Clubhouse, especially you can get those brands, too. You know, you just you just got to say what you do, you know. Well, that's the way of the future, right? right? Like that's where people are getting their information. That's where they're finding new products. Yeah. That's where they're finding new brand. That's where in- they're engaging with these different companies and brands. And the more that happens, and obviously the more they're going to show up. And so, and so how it goes, Definitely. right? Um, so, I mean, to sum up, like that's just like your story is quite incredible. It's, 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 I feel like you're like in the 1% where that happens to. Like we said, it's kind of like a movie It doesn't situation. happen to everybody. Waitress gets fired. Yeah. Major, ma- one of the biggest companies in the world just happens to po- slide into your DM. Hey, do you want a job? <laughs> like that doesn't happen. This is like but, a reverse fairy or a modern day fairy tale. Exactly. They should make a the movie prince, about you. Yeah. yeah, instead of the prince swooping in and saving like the damsel in distress, it's... Like, this chick is getting a job yeah. because that's more important than getting the prince. Yeah. And no, but she's it's, doing it's, it's it crazy. on her own. She's doing her own thing. It's crazy what and has happened over the past year. Everyone says this is the worst year of their life in this pandemic, you know? This is the best year I've ever had. Best year by far. So I'm sure, I would guess so. Yeah, I'm sure you look at it as a grateful year instead of, you know... A sad year, which is good for you because, like you said, a lot of people obviously did have a really terrible year. Yeah. Um, but it's nice that you were able to pivot your entire life for, <laughs> during this yeah, year. Yeah, thank God. Thank God for that, for real. Yeah. Yeah. So in, just in terms of gratitude, like, how are you kind of taking this and – like, are you giving back? What are you doing with this fact that you got plucked out of millions of people and thank God for you, of course. And now you're known all over Montreal and I'm sure lots of Canada and probably the U.S. and maybe even the world. And so, like, then what? What does, like, a person in your situation do with that newfound, can I call it fame? Like, <laughs> just notoriety, right? Yeah, well, I don't – I wouldn't call it fame, but – um I've I've never been so grateful for the chances that I've had to to build something and to you know watch a company grow just because of like two or three people. I think that that is, you know, that is the most grateful thing to me that like I that could have happened to me. Um I love giving back. I'm very I'm very strong at giving back and um so what I do is People I collab with um, from the, my city, from Montreal, you know, I don't pay them a dime. I, I, I don't ask them to pay me anything. I charge them for free. I'm like, if you just want to send me your product and I could help you, like, that would be more than great for me. I don't like charging, charging companies that are small in Montreal. I feel like that's just wrong because the community has done so much for me. And, you know, I've built so many friendships even before I've had TikTok to to help them. You know, I see people. I see people on from Montreal, OK, with 80,000 followers getting maybe what a thousand likes per post on Instagram. I saw one girl. She went on. She started complaining, she started complaining that she deserves to get paid because she's a guinea pig to everyone's company and I'm just looking at her like do you not care like about people that want to start up a business just like when you wanted to start up your brand like to me that blows my mind you know so for me I'm just very 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 grateful for what I've had for what I have because this isn't the first time I had a following. This is the second time. I had an Instagram page long, long time ago that I sold. And then now I have this massive platform. And I couldn't be more grateful for what I have. 
Did you sell your Instagram account? Yeah. Because you had to, you can't have Instagram and TikTok? Is that no, like a I, I had of a, interest? No, I had a boyfriend at the time. I had a fiance at the time. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, he said, I don't want you having Instagram. So to me, it wasn't a big deal. I just took it down. How do you, what do you mean you sold it? I didn't even know you could sell You could sell it for. Like, you could sell it and then just change the username. It still has the followers and everything. So how many followers would you It had 12,000 followers. It? For Instagram, I think that's pretty pretty okay. And yeah, yeah, that's good. it had 12,000 followers, and I sold it for 300, 600, 300, 600, in between there. I don't remember. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I sold I it, mean, like, four years ago. First of all, I feel like... Uh, boy a man a guy should never be able to tell you not to have instagram if you don't care and you're like yeah cool i don't care about it i'll get rid of it that's all good and well but i mean that's an interesting thing for someone to say like i don't want you to have that well it's i was with uh the pictures i took were very very provocative not in the sense that i was naked but they were very like sexy. lingerie sexy no not even just you know sometimes a bikini here some booty shorts here you know oh my god every other person yeah. on instagram <laughs> he's very religious and he's 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 from a muslim background and you know for the mother to accept me and everything you know it's it was it was something that needed to be done and i was okay with that like i didn't care because at the end of the day, the message I the messages I received were only from dudes. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I've never gotten no messages from girls. You know, it was only from dudes. So for me, I was like, oh, I'll make another account. I'll start fresh. You know, I don't mind. It wasn't a big deal to me compared to what I have now. You know, yeah, that that I have a massive following compared to. 12. Well, what is your following now? <laughs> I have three hundred thousand followers. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's huge. Crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I guess like everything is relative. Um, but I I mean that is a lot of people when you really just think about like how many people like an are entire on their city. phone and you know yeah, choosing to follow from what this I, one. From person. what I see on Instagram, this the past what, the past week I I received like a thousand followers. Wow. Wow. So like so you're, you're I'm just, just gonna surpass growing. what I used to have, you know. And at least yeah. the stuff I have now is like organic and I have girls messaging me and men messaging me, you know? Is that the goal? You yeah. want girls? Yeah. I mean we're girl power over yeah. here, but I just sure. I, I never like even it better. Thought about I that. like it better this way, you know, where I post podcasts, yeah. people watch it on my like IGTV lives and like People love my reels for my recycled TikToks, my stories, you know? Yeah. yeah. Compared to what it was for before, sure. always having to get ready to go on Instagram. No, no, no. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be face-free, yeah, no makeup, no nothing, you know? Well, yes. that just shows that authenticity kind of gets you a little bit further. Yeah. So, I mean, just going back to what we were chatting about, like you're really big on giving back to your community or, and not just your community, but other people that approach you. Obviously, you can't possibly accommodate everybody, but people that approach you with different brands, businesses, like I think that's amazing that you're so open and willing to help support and you don't ask for any kind of like fee. Because I mean, I've heard some horror stories about different content creators, influencers, just, and I've seen people post being like, yeah, you're not paying me. Why am I going to talk about your product without paying me? Would you do a job for free? Which, so I do get that. But at the same time, you know, I guess there is an element of like, don't you want to help support other people, like your fellow woman or your fellow human? So I I think that's amazing that you're doing that. I think is having the goal of wanting to give back and support local and, you know, they're, they clearly just I, I, I do way. get that, but I'm only going to charge the companies that have made it and that have money. That's and the that's difference. that's fair, I think. I think that's a great yeah. perspective on things in that regard because that's what they're coming to you for. Yeah. They're prepared with a budget. 
they already know. A small little brand that may be such a great product or a great service or something, they do not have the budget. And in nowadays, because of everything being filtered through Instagram, TikTok, even still Facebook, you know, Twitter, to be the little guy, so to speak, to try and even make any kind of wave in this crazy like Insta world with that is so inundated with like celebrities and huge, huge brands, companies, corporations that Instagram is getting paid for too, right? right. Or they're paying. So they're going to make it to the top of the algorithm. Like I'm not going to pretend like I know how the algorithm works, but I, I mean, just from my own account and following things you can see how it's working so how is anybody like small gonna an up-and-comer gonna make any noise exactly when they don't even have enough money to pay people like influencers like just bother that's a good way to look at it like you know people think of charity like you know donating cash or money like this is your way to give back to people um and it's super valuable. It's just like a, a new modern way of helping people out and giving back. And I think that's fantastic. Like yeah. there, there's always something that somebody yeah. could give to help. Yeah. And you also awesome. have learned like being your authentic self obviously gets you more followers, more engagement. People are loving your content more now than they were before. People so- love the confidence that I have. Like that's one of the biggest reasons of why they – I have a following like this. I don't care about my pimples on my face. Like, people, everyone messages me every day. Where do you get that confidence from, you know? Because I could be like this. At the same time, you give me give me an hour. I could become a VS yeah. supermodel if I tried, you know? <laughs> that, that, is, that is who I am. I, I'm, very, I'm very good at, you know, being myself and being... Because I was... Honestly, I could have kept it up, but I was tired. I was tired of looking good on camera constantly. I just wanted to get out of bed and be myself. You okay, know? so how was that first video where you like literally Victoria's Secret supermodel and then the next day you're like oh natural, no makeup? It started, it just started. Or did you like um, ease into it? Honestly, like I said, this started in last, this last summer. So last summer... I was tanned. I never wore makeup. My hair was always a mess. I didn't care. Like, it wasn't really a big deal. It's now, now, now is the problem, okay? Because <laughs> I'm whiter than sheep, and you see the redness, okay? But <laughs> in the summer, I'm darker than dark. So you didn't see it that much. So it was fine to wear no makeup. Hair was curly, whatever. Now it's like it's in your face. It's in your face that I'm white, you know? So, but I think people are looking and and thirsty for that authenticity. They love like we've natural talked about authenticity. Yeah. And I'm, at the end it's of the becoming... day, they're going up, the rest are going down. The fake ones that just care about bikini pictures to the ground. You know. Yeah, and that's I think that's you can kind of see that shift happening because we've we've seen the fake for so long and that's what started everything right like this idea of like I want to be an Instagram model I want to I want to look so perfect like these people which is not real it's artificial for the most part but now people are so hungry for that like realness that authenticity that someone can just come on and say it how it is and it's relatable because it's like I have pimples too like I don't wake up looking like a Victoria's Secret model obviously yeah Um, but just sick of seeing something so unattainable like I think people tried to be like that and then they're like oh my god this is fucking exhausting and then when you see people that you're like yes girl I do also have messy hair and I also have pimples and Oh my god, I want to hear what you're and saying. Like and, and you look past all the visual and you get into the meat of the things that you're saying instead of just looking at you and what you look yeah. like. Yeah. Right? And like there's comments sometimes where people are like, ew, your face is so disgusting. And my, oh my god, people see those comments and they get ripped. They get Good. ripped. Trolls, yeah. yeah. As they should. I don't because- get how people troll. Like what would possess somebody to comment on Ugh, anyone even disgusting. if they hated you why would they write like i could never imagine commenting something yeah. horrible on somebody's picture but like just they get warriors. ripped like 
everyone like messages those comments and be like, and who are you to say stuff like that? Like you're disres- like it, it gets really far. You know? Well, I mean, I think that's because they deserve that. your your fan base really does like appreciate because I teach your my fan base to be as confident as me. You know, well, I, I want mean, them to be as confident as me, and that is inspiring because I think that there is a big misconception, and since you're in that world way more deeply than we are we're really just on the surface as like you know viewers I feel like there's a misconception out there that women especially younger women because you're like only 23 so there's a lot of young young girls much younger than all of us coming into the social media world and thinking because of what they're they've been seeing thinking I need to be sexy I need to basically be naked like no one's gonna look at my content otherwise and for sure there is very much a group of individuals that are looking for that type of content but can you like speak to that like is that accurate i think this whole world it's two different things isn't it like one is a sexy girls because you want to look at sexy girls and one is like saying things of substance you know what i mean it's two different things i think yeah no but the sexy girl thing okay young girls see that because young girls you know with men it's like The men are giving them all the attention. Mm -hmm. I want some of that attention. That's how it is when you're young, you know? So, like, when I see that, and, like, I was one of those girls when I was younger. That's why I was doing, like, provocative pictures when I had that Instagram account. They all want that attention at some point. So that's what they do. I don't know what to do. Like, let me dress up, be pretty, and go on camera and do what the hot girls are doing, you know? To me, that's just like, why? Why do you want to do that, you know? Because they don't see enough people, I guess, like representing. Everyone has a talent, you know? Everyone has a talent in their own way. Yeah, well, that's clearly the problem. They don't really see their value. And yeah, and and just because the the hot girls are in front of your face, you're like, I have to do this. I have to. And they see that the way to get attention is by looking good. They don't really realize that you can get authentic or organic attention if you are, like like you said, living your talent or living your um, authenticity instead of just your Yeah, exactly. So, but do you think that, like, that's going to start changing? Like, I mean, I, I think hope it's always to God it does. Be, I, hope I know. It's really sad when girls sad think to that see they this. just have to look good to be valuable. It's so sad. I also sad. think that they're trying to make, like, you know, good content, but also, like, thinking they have to look super good as well before, like, that content is even of any value to anybody. Where, And I'm not saying, like... There's no, there's nothing good about putting, like, if you have pride in yourself and you want to look good and you want to do your hair and you want to do your makeup and dress in certain, like, like different fashion. I think that's great, too, because there is a lot of people that do a great job at that. And that is, like, inspiring. I'll see someone be like, oh, I love that outfit. Like, so there is, you know, something to be said for that as well. But I think where it needs to shift is, like, you don't have to just be the sexy girl and you don't have to, like... You basically don't have to be looking like a Kardashian to get attention to build a brand or to build notoriety. I mean, if that is your goal and that's the brand you want, all the power to you. But if that's what you think you have to do before you can get to the next kind of what you really are trying to achieve, then that's where we need people like Julia to kind of be there and be like, no, no, you don't. Like, Look at the Kardashians. Look what the Kardashians gave an effect to, you know? Everyone wants to look like the Kardashians now because mm-hmm. the Kardashians are good looking. I love the Kardashians. I love their drama, obviously. But at the same time, every girl wants to be like the Kardashians. I gave that up. I was like, no, no, no. I can't do this anymore. Too much work. Yeah. You yeah. can still like them and like how they look. Yeah. They're pretty. But that doesn't mean that you have to look like that or you're not as good or as worth it. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that people shouldn't listen to you or like your voice isn't as valuable if if you don't look that way. Yeah, right? and also like I think it needs to be continued to 
like be promoted that that is also not reality like yes they're beautiful women but they've they have teams upon teams yeah they're rich as hell to make to them look the way they look and they don't even have to sit there on instagram like someone else does all that work for them so there is this like false understanding of like how that whole production comes together they're not sitting in yeah. their room making plans to do like videos this is a production team that does it for them but I really think that a lot of people still are caught up in not realizing that this is not real life like this is a very specific planned production exactly well, and not one thing on them let's be real is natural like even to their hairlines that has all been altered or tweaked or whatever the fuck so obviously some parts of them are are faker than others um so living and we say this all the time but like living up to these very false unrealistic standards is only going to be damaging so if there's an alternative route that people are seeming to like aka you know julia you're standing for that your authentic you know true self then let's just get behind that simply yeah. because it's a lot nicer it's a lot easier it's realistic it's Let's relatable it, girls yeah. <laughs> yeah no exactly i like i said it's gonna abolish soon and everyone's gonna start yeah. to realize it, it's starting yeah but everyone's gonna start realizing later like okay you know it represents so much more to when women aren't objectified or objectifying each other or whatever you know it, it starts to further put us away from, you know, that patriarchal society yeah. and the misogynistic way in which the world is. Unfortunately, that still is the world. And if you decide you want to look sexy, it is for yourself. Or, well, ideally, we get to a place where if you decide you want to look sexy, that is for yourself for real. You know, it's right. definitely just for yourself and not because you want followers or you need or you need someone to listen to you. Right. Or you think that's what you need to do to yeah get any kind of notoriety. So yeah, Julia, I mean, like you're you're preaching authenticity, the importance of it. You're living it, breathing it. Like you aren't saying it and then doing something different. Like you really are out there being authentic. But you you also kind of talk that about people liking the drama that you bring. So is there something like, I guess at this point, what would you say to somebody that wants to become a content creator? They don't want to follow the sexy path. They want to try and come out with that authenticity. Like, is drama what we want right now? Drama is, that what is we're the, the key to success on TikTok. If you have okay, drama... Everyone loves drama. Let's everyone loves drama. <laughs> Even if it's not your life, everyone loves drama. But if you get that drama within the first three seconds of a video... If you get that drama in by saying something in the first three seconds, like, let me tell you how I broke up with my boyfriend or what she's saying is stupid, like things like that. Just starting off the conversation. Get all of us drama seekers with something problematic and dramatic. It will get you a long way on TikTok because then you have the viewers staying and the viewers listening to what you have to say. You know? Yeah, we're like hanging off every word you say. Like, are you going to say something that's dramatic? Very <laughs> dramatic, very drama, very problematic. That Those are the first three things when making so a TikTok funny. that you want to go viral. Oh, it's so true, though. We love that. Yeah, yeah. we're looking for authenticity. Let's just be real. One we of my are videos, dramatic. people think I hate the Quebecois, which I don't. I actually love them. Like, I'm obsessed with all my Quebecois friends. There's a girl, she poured alcohol on her father's grave while drinking alcohol at the same time. One for my homies. Yeah, and I pulled the video, I, I, I did a video to that, and I said, when I saw this video, I said she's Quebecois. I said she's for sure Quebecois. Like, I didn't have to guess. Like, I knew she was from Quebec, you know? Yeah. People saw that and was like, oh, she's being problematic towards the Quebecois now, you know, just by saying that. <laughs> Line. Like prejudice. But then I said, oh, all my Quebecois friends, they do the exact same thing. And that's why I love them, you know? But I got so them. So it's the aftermath. Yeah. You build. It's the clickbait. And I got them to stay on so they could watch the whole video, you know? That's yeah, the to key. When, they, when you smooth it out. That's the key to success right there. So why don't people figure this out? Like how come? I feel like that's not common knowledge. I mean, I love drama. But I, do, I wouldn't know how to use it. People I don't, know don't how to, think like, about be. it 
beforehand. I always making a video, I'm like, okay, how can I think of this beforehand? You know, how could I say this beforehand? So it's like a lot of planning because I'm going to tell you I'm probably the most dramatic person in most rooms, but I don't I would never make a uh, like any video or reel or whatever the hell they're called with starting that way. Like, I wouldn't even think of it. Like, I don't even know what to do. I would not be able to come across authentic. You would be like, she's lying. Because you're, you like, okay, liking goss and liking juice is different than being dramatic. You're like so rational. So if you came on, you're like, guys, like something crazy. Everyone would be like, oh my God, Lauren's ill. Like, oh, she took fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, they would think starting, I was on drugs. Starting yeah. like a video with you, like, okay, let's say I, I put a video first and then I put me right after it and I didn't like the video or something. Somebody said something stupid. I take my pillow, put it on my face and go and scream really loud. You know, that's problematic. Okay, Lauren, try that. Okay. (laughs) My first TikTok video will be me screaming into a pillow. No, it's because people are like, why is she screaming into a pillow? Like, I want to stay and watch. So I have to show a dramatic video first. No, it could be anything. It could be like somebody doing something dumb and you're like, oh, I hate that. Yeah. And you're screaming the pillow. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Don't you watch memes? Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. This is very difficult to me. Like I am. I think I'm authentic where I wouldn't be like bringing in the drama because I would just be like, I don't like that person or what they said. And this okay, is why. Because like I would just. <laughs> one is entertainment value like memes like julia that's entertainment value yes like, lauren when we get on and we're talking about like our app we're not like being a meme we're just like literally sending information to people it's different than being a meme or are those still memes an entertainer like there's a few yeah, memes from time to time on tiktok no but is that still called a meme when it's like the videos now or what are those yeah called? Meme. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I was like totally out with the lingo. But. No, no, no. It's it's like a meme, a TikTok meme video. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, those are like so funny, and I love memes, but I wouldn't even begin to even try to like make one or again because I I wouldn't even think to scream into a pillow to express. Yeah. But I, but you to gotta me, start like, it to... off like that. You always have to start it off like that. Talk about whatever you want, but start it off being problematic. Or dramatic. Right. Yeah, yeah. Always just the start it off. But know? that's true, too, because if I just saw the video, if you posted just that video of whatever the hell it was, I wouldn't know what's the theme. Are we upset? Are we happy? Do we like this? Yeah. So now you're setting the tone of, no, we hate this. Yeah. This person's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a woman us. who made a video. She's like, can you stop being rude to men who hit on you? Like, who hit on you, like, hey, girl, what's up, you know? And uh, people really got mad over this video because men are men are stupid sometimes. Men, They're pigs. They're pigs. Sure. And they won't leave yeah. you alone even if you do say no, you know? Yes. This woman so is I, an idiot. So I saw this video and I was like, is she fucking crazy? That was the first thing I said in that, in that video. Is she fucking crazy? That's what I said. Well, that's intense. That, that would get your attention When you sure. see that... People are like, why is People she are crazy? Hooked. I want to know what she has to say about this. It's but like, that's what makes the it's so much funnier because I could see that video and be like, oh, she's dumb, whatever. But then when you see your dramatic reaction, it makes it even more funny, yeah. you know, because you're. I also to like to be that person. I also like to be that that girl who says. Who what says everyone's things, thinking. what everyone's <laughs> thinking, but they just can't say it. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a huge market for that, too, because we're all like, oh, my God, I wish I could just say this, but I won't because I'll get so much back like, I backlash and people will be mad and, you know, I'll get canceled, so to speak. Yeah. So and, and yes, that's the that's the process that most people have. But like for someone who can be a little bit more unfiltered and Jess, you and I have no problem doing that on our show, but we're just that's just not what we do. We're just yeah. not. Instagram or TikTok content because creators. Because it's different and I, to say a sentence and like say our opinion in a sentence like right now than it is in a to conversation. Like, yeah. yeah, in a conversation than it is to like make a short little snippet and make it relevant and, and still entertaining. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's so different. Yeah. Even no. if we're outspoken and able to express ourselves verbally in sentences, it's totally different than doing it on video or like, you know, I don't know. I I think there's something to be said for content creators, though, because I look at 
the whole realm of content creators. You look at people that have those beautifully curated Instagram pages. Yeah. And then I try and take a picture. I'm like, oh, I could take a picture of a coffee like so beautifully. And I can't. So and I can't. There, there, is a, yeah. there is a talent. And, yeah, and totally. you, Julia, fully have it. And so many others have it. And some people don't. And I think that's another thing is like, you might just not have it. And that yeah. is okay. Exactly. Yeah. Do something else. Try yeah. something else. We're good at I this. did the dancing. I did the dancing and I was like, I'm not a dancer. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like I'm not these people. So I was yeah. a talker and the talkers yeah. seemed to do great for me, you know? Well, for you've sure. gone through a few things. You did the like kind of sexy girl thing. Yeah. You've done the dancing. Yeah. You And now you're, <laughs> you found your niche yeah. and it's obviously paying off huge because now you work for like a subsidiary of TikTok. You're making, I would assume, great money for your young age and you're giving back to your community. You're building brands. Like, I mean, it's, it's a great story that you have and very yeah. inspiring Thank because you. you do talk about authenticity yeah. and you talk about just like being yourself and you talk about finding your talent and who you are and... Yeah. Whether someone, whether TikTok reaches out to a person for that or you just, you know, have a great career in what you love to do or a job or a hobby, like that's, I think, the ultimate goal. Like mm-hmm. something that makes you happy exactly. for you. This is what you love. I've never and that's been, what you're preaching. I've never been more happy than I am now. Like I've, I, I was so depressed back in my day. Like I was, I was like, oh, this is my life. Like I was never happy. I can now finally say after these past six months, you know, that I'm happy with my life. Even if I lost my job, I'd still be happy, you know? Yeah, and that's what you said, Laura, about being inspiring is when you see somebody being authentic and being happy, that's amazing. You're not compromising pieces of you. And of course, that that would lead to happiness. So that's amazing. I mean, okay, so before we wrap up, what are some tips that you would give to somebody like okay even like us who amateurs beginners whatever you want to call it (laughs) what what can people do to like yeah (laughs) clueless what do people do on tiktok or even instagram or something like what are we supposed to be doing out there i'll give you like a couple like three tips that i live by yeah okay always have trending hashtags trending music that's one Trending hashtags, trending music. Second is um, being the most organic possible, most friendly possible. Not making yourself look like you're a weirdo. Talking to, (laughs) talking like you're talking to your friends. And the third one. We got that already. And the third one is don't forget your first three seconds. Your three seconds can change everything. And every time I make a video... All I think about is the first three seconds. How can I make these three seconds look like they're amazing, that I could get everyone to stop and look at those three seconds? It doesn't have to be problematic and dramatic all the time, but what can I do to make you stop and sit there? Can I wear a colorful hat maybe? Will that make you stop? What if I start the camera like this? Will that make you stop? You know? Like, well like hand gestures anything like will that make you stop that's those are great tips because i would never have thought about it and hashtags are definitely something that i'm like learning more about so actually julia you know i'll probably have to reach out to you and ask you to send me what are trending hashtags for this episode now whatever you Uh, need i got i have the answers okay well just be prepared because tomorrow we're gonna see lauren wearing a colorful hat (laughs) she's gonna be like doing some hand gestures so make sure you wait (laughs) and tell her she's doing it right no it could just be a word that you say honestly it's just it's just the three no it's gonna be like stop scrolling literally (laughs) stop scrolling listen to what i have to say there three seconds you know a lot can happen in three seconds let's be real it's like one, two, three. I could have fucking, I could have done a lot of stuff. <laughs> could have done some. <laughs> wow, Jess, that was profound. I know. Uh, this is why I'm not the TikToker. You just got to make sure. Like, I did a coffee trend recently. Um, somebody said you can increase your orgasm by 50% if you drink coffee. So what I did is I took my camera out 
I took a coffee, my coffee maker, and I just put it like this. Obviously, I have to try this. That's how I started the video. With the caption about, like, the sex thing? Yeah, but it wasn't the caption. It's how I started my video in the first three seconds. And then it zoomed to the other thing? Yeah, so she said that, and then it was me. And I took my Ah. coffee, and I just put it on the ground like this, and I said, obviously, I have to try this. I knew they could have stopped within those three seconds just because I showed the coffee maker. Okay, so did you try it? Yeah. Uh, I did it as a skit. I didn't really try it. Um, (laughs) Well, we can't tell that. That's not the authentic I did it to make people laugh. Fair. But if, but did I, okay, I've tried it, but not via camera. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. actually kind of expecting, yeah, now you're moving into porn just to debunk things. It works. (laughs) I could tell you it works. So what, you have one well, coffee and then you have an orgasm? Sorry. I just, no, one coffee like, and then your sex. orgasm is like 50% better. Hmm. Oh. Right. Like right away, back-to-back things. Finish the coffee. I finished find the a way coffee to have an orgasm, and I, whatever way that I, is. I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, hey, what's she doing? You know? <laughs> oh, I love that you had a booty call in there too. Yeah. And then so it was that just that is one of those good things. That I didn't say it will make it go faster. I'm just saying it will be fifty percent better. Awesome! I love that. That's a good Amazing. way to end off for our listeners. Yeah. Girls, this get your a... coffee, get your orgasms. Exactly. <laughs> the Speaking new Dunkin' Donuts slogan. Yeah. <laughs> well, Julia, this was super fun. Thank I you mean, for I having love your information. me. For real. We love your story. It is very inspirational. Um, There's a lot of takeaways that our listeners will get from this. And I mean, just keep being you. Like your authenticity really does shine. And we we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of course, anytime. And tell your listener or tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, You can follow me on anything. It's just Julia Grandoni. J-U-L-I-A-G-R-A-N-D-O-N-I. That's it. Amazing. And as usual, you can follow us at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram. One day we'll be on TikTok, maybe. Yes, you no will. No promises. Yeah, I'll make it Julia's happen. help first. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Julia needs to give Thank us a you. crash course. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.